0: I don't know how you have approached this morning. How have you prepared this week for this weekend? Is it the last minute thought of here we are, it's Good Friday and it's the Easter weekend because of the busyness of the week? Have we been preparing our souls? Have we been pondering? Have we been thinking of what this week end means. We come this morning to remember, for some to be mournful, sorrowful, for some to rejoice and give thanks. For all, it is to be thoughtful of the Christ crucified for us, who at the beginning of Holy Week was hailed as a king, but just a few days later, was nailed to a torturous tree. To all at that time, it seemed like he had failed, that the promised Messiah was nothing more than a blasphemer. Only now, through his word, do we know that this wasn't a defeat for him, but a victory, a victory that had eternal consequences. For all. So, how do you come here this morning? A Good Friday service, as I've experienced over the years, can follow a fairly standard format. We sing songs about Jesus' sacrifice, we read from numerous gospel passages about his sacrifice for us. We remember We are mournful, we are aware of our own failings, and we can't wait for Resurrection Sunday. Not this morning. Not wanting to do something completely different, but for me, a sense that there could be a different way to approach this morning, a different aspect that comes from an unlikely source of Scripture. Since knowing I was going to be leading this service, um, there's been a passage rolling around in my head, in my soul, that I cannot shake. So I go with it. Hebrews 12, verse 2. It says, if you do have a Bible and you want to look it up, it's a very, very short um, sentence, literally. Hebrews 12, verse 2. It says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The joy set before him, he endured the cross. Joy? What joy? How can there be joy in this? He was betrayed, he was tried, he was denied, then he was crucified. How can there be joy? in enduring the suffering that he went through for us. There wasn't. There was no joy in the pain and the suffering he went through as he was beaten and he was whipped. There was no joy in that. There was no joy in being betrayed and denied. And there was certainly no joy in having nails driven into his hands and feet. And left to hang as a criminal. There was no joy. But oh, there was. Such joy. You see, the father had a plan. The plan was known all along. That an innocent son should die, that we might go free. That is the joy. The joy that the devil had overplayed his hand. The joy that Jesus' death created in an exchange that nobody could ever comprehend. The joy that the keys to hell and death were ripped away and are in Christ's hands. The joy that death had been defeated. The joy that mankind has access to eternity and the Father once again. The joy that Jesus would be at the right hand of the Father. That's why he endured the cross. For you, for me, for all of mankind. He endured death on a cross so we don't have to. So how do you approach this morning? I'm joyful. I'm thankful. I'm actually quite overwhelmed. Because I'm loved. I'm loved. The King of Heaven dies for me so that by his grace I go free. Knowing I can do nothing to repay but simply accept that the Father wants me for a son. A brother to Jesus. So whatever we endure in life, know that we have a God who endured much more than us, and joy in the knowledge that Christ has set us free. John's Gospel Chapter 15, 9 to 17. I'm going to read it in full. Jesus' words. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you. And that your joy may be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. Friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. Today is all about love. The love the Father has for us. The joy set before Jesus, he endured the cross. The joy of knowing that he was rescuing us. The joy that he joined his father a little bit later on, sitting at his right hand and he's still there. So today is Good Friday. A great day. (coughs) Let me pray. Father God, it is so hard to use the word joy in a day like today, knowing what your son went through, that Father, we need to joy in today, knowing that we go free, that we are saved, that Father, no matter what happens to us, we will be with you in glory. Father, for whatever things that we have to endure as human beings on this earth, you've been there. Your son has suffered. He knows our suffering. Father, help us when we are feeling low, when we are feeling down, to remember the cross of Christ. that by his wounds we are healed, whether on earth here or in glory. So, Father, we come here this morning and we say thank you. We say thank you. And we rejoice that we now are called sons and daughters of our Father in heaven. Help us to love each other. Help us even more to love the world around us for those that do not know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.